You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. All right, welcome back to another episode of that 20 show with me, Kian Wasman. If you guys are new with this podcast. This is where I will talk about different things that 20-year-olds will face in their lives because let's face it, you know, while people are telling us, oh my God, being young rocks, that's the best years you can ever have in your life. But it can also be the most painful decade we'll ever have. I mean, at least that's what I feel now as a 20-year-old. And I have a very famous parody maker. He's also a TV host. He's also an actor. And um, I did read he's a model somewhere. So I don't know if that he, he, he's still doing that or he just left it to someone else to be a, a model and he's just doing all his parodies. It's the one and only Marco D, everybody. Can I just say that was the best intro ever, apart from the modeling thing, right? Because first of all, you said a 20-year-old. I'm not 20. I'm 20. I'm 20, You're 28. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm really young today. So you've made me feel so good because a lot of people think, you know, because the Ang Moors and Matsalays, We always look older than you guys. So you have made me feel very young today. Thank you okay. so much. Okay, Mark. So to make you feel even better, my mom... So, okay. In all honesty, I actually thought he's not in his 20s until I googled up his age yesterday. I was like, I don't think so. I think Mark is in his 30s. My mother... Excuse was, me? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just Can we just stop this podcast right now? <laughs> he's going to cancel it. He's going he's gonna to leave. Crap. <laughs> My mom said that she was like, Mark is not above 30. Then I'm like, I think he's in his early 30s. And he's like, I don't think so. He doesn't look like he's above 30. And I checked. I was like, oh, mom, you were right. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. I just know. It's a Mark Saleh thing. Remember what you were saying? The Mark Saleh thing. Normally, you all look yeah, yeah. older than you really are. <laughs> if only I had the Asian genes. If only. Oh, man. Well, it's going to be a totally different thing than if like this, I'm 23, but people always think I'm even underage. If I'm going to go to a club, they'll be like, uh, can we get an ID, please? Bruh, I'm 23, guys. I'm 23. This is the difference of being Asian and a Mark Saleh. But the thing about Mark and I is that Mark is in his late 20s. I'm in my early 20s. So basically, mm-hmm. you might feel like, oh, just being in your 20s, regardless of 20 what, it's always the same. But Mark, do you think that being in your early 20s was harder? or easier than it is in your late 20s. I am one of these people, and this is going to sound really stereotypical, and everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, heard it before. But I honestly think age is like just a number. Because honestly speaking, I know some people who are 21 who are married, mm-hmm. and they act like they're 30 or 40, and they try and be really serious. I've got some friends who are in their late 30s, and they, are going, they go to all these raves, they... They don't want to get married. Yeah. So I really think it's the way, you, the way you've been brought up, who you surround yourself by is your real age. I know it, everyone says it, but age really is just a number because honestly speaking, like nowadays I feel more alive than I did when I was like 21, 22. Just because Are you when serious? I, yeah, because when I, when I was 21, 22, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was still a bit like, oh man, like... You know, like, oh, I need to plan my life out. And now I'm 27, 28. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I have plan, planned it out because I've got older. So okay. it's actually less pressure. Whereas when you're younger, that's when it's like, oh, crap. You know, these are the years where I've got to make decisions. You know, when, when you're in college, when you're like 21, 22, I believe, in Malaysia, mm-hmm. that is when you're like, okay, am I going to be an accountant? Am I going to be this? Am I going to do this? So honestly speaking, I think I, I, because there's less pressure now, 
Yeah. I feel, actually feel younger, to be honest. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, oh, you know, the amount of problems that I have now, the amount of, of decisions I'm going to make as a 28-year-old, but quite the contrary, yeah? Yeah. I, I think like... Um, as well as as being like a creator or something um you've got to you've got to adapt so obviously like the content i was doing when i was 21 20 i can't do now because i'm an old man um <laughs> contrary to, to to you said i was 20 years old earlier but um like you have to adapt so like you know obviously um, as times have changed and as i've got older and my hair's gone more gray um i've got to change nice. the things i do but it's it's still it's still working okay so uh, pe- right. people aren't of me yet so i've got a few more years left i think yeah before Trust i have to me, retire mark can pass as a 19 year old frat boy in any of the videos if you are casted in like some fraternity and 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 sorority film you'd pass as that as that that dude that has like 10 girlfriends and all that yeah even though he's 28 he can pass as, as someone 10 years younger than him 10 Seriously. girlfriends buy me one first please are you mark you gotta be kidding me dude with whatever you're doing with how how you look you must have girls lining up for you, right? In your DMs, especially. I, actually, I don't. That's the thing. Like, everyone always says that, but I actually don't. Yeah. Have you dated a Malaysian before? Maybe, maybe I don't look a- approachable or whatever. I don't know. Maybe people think, I, I don't know, but you'd be surprised. I'm, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm actually speechless because I thought it's Mark or D. You and the, the, only people, like, the only person that slides into my DMs is you asking <laughs> to do podcasts and videos and stuff. That, that's no, the only no. action I'm getting. No wonder he's very responsive about that because I guess I was the only one. He was waiting for other. He was waiting for girls, and he was like, "Well, this one, I'll just take for whatever <laughs> I can get." And one thing I got to say about you is that every time I watch your parody videos or your interviews, your yeah. hosting, you look like that happy-go-lucky dude that has no issues. Mm. And I tend to be like, "Oh my god!" You know, it's, it's some some days it's hard for even me to hide yeah. my problems when I'm hosting or you know doing my job as a radio announcer. But you can pull it off. Regardless of what video, it's like, yeah, some Nasi Lama and, and your other songs. Because Wait, is, that, is that what I do? <laughs> better version than that. This one is, is, is the, the, the what call it, rip-off version. That's it. Um, I, I, think, I think that's because I enjoy what I do. I think it's because it, I've picked a career and a job that I really love doing. Right. So um, the, the reason why I look happy is, is, is because I am happy, I suppose. Like, I think... Um, like when I make all these parodies and stuff, everyone always says like, "Oh, it must take so much time." Like, why do you stress yourself out? Yeah. Like, yes, I do stress myself out. Yes, I do want to make it perfect and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I, as soon as I film a parody, even if I finish shooting at like nine p.m., ten p.m., and it's a whole day shoot, I want to edit straight away because I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, I want to see. I feel shots. you. I, I feel you. I want to see all like the all the dance moves. I want to yeah. see, what, and I will. And I can't stop. I'll just edit. I'll be yeah. up sometimes till like 6am because I'm, I'm on a roll. Like I, yeah. I cannot stop. And you say like, oh, you look happy. It's probably because I am genuinely really love what I do. So that's, that's yeah. maybe why it shows on camera. Yeah. But were there any instances where you were shooting your parody or whatsoever and you were feeling like, oh man, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel it today. Maybe there was a relationship problem. There was issues at work elsewhere or whatsoever. Have you ever encountered that before, Mark? Um, the biggest problems I've had is maybe people not turning up on time and obviously Malaysian weather, the rain is the biggest, oh my God. Because- I need Mark Odi's life right now, man. That's his biggest issues. Huh? That's his biggest issues. Well, all of us here are like, oh, love problems. Oh no, I didn't get paid for my last event yet. Oh no, all sorts of issues. And he has weather issues. That's it, guys. 
Well, I you know, I, 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 I don't believe in the, the bomber, so I cannot, I cannot call him <laughs> to, you know, to, to give me no rain. Stop the but rain, that, stop the rain. That's the biggest problem, because the problem is, when I use people for my parodies, um, like most of the parodies I do, I've had a few, a few client ones, but most of them are, are just my ideas that um, I want to do, make a fun video. Um, obviously, because it's, it's not a paid job, I'm, I'm just getting like friends yeah, I'm not going to ask them to wake up at 8 a.m. when I, I want to shoot at 8 or 9 a.m. You know yeah. how it is. Yeah. You know how it is. People that's don't right. want to wake right. up. It's like, oh, can we make it 1 p.m.? And that's when it, like, it rains from like that time. So yeah. that's my biggest fear, honestly. But I've, I've had location issues before. But if I've had any problems or anything, I usually wouldn't shoot because I wouldn't be in the right frame of mind. I will mm -hmm. only normally shoot if yeah. if i'm good to go if if something bad happened i probably wouldn't want to shoot unless i really had to yeah right and i totally understand you when you said about you know getting your friends involved and you kind of need to accommodate to their timing as well because it's not like a paid yeah. thing um, but how supportive are your friends when it comes to your work so i actually don't like to get my close friends in my parodies literally because when i do my parodies i feel like i'm really bossy like I've been told I'm really bossy because same I'm mark, I wanna, with I the same get, mark. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like when when it's your video, I don't really have time for like um my, I mean it's fun to shoot and stuff, but my main concern is getting it done, getting it shot. And then afterwards, yeah. when it's a wrap, we can have some drinks, That's we can right. chill, I'll plunge yeah. everyone that can, like nice, fantastic. <laughs> but I just want to get it done. <laughs> and like people when my friends do it, because we're friends, yeah, crack jokes. And I'm not really in that kind of I sound like an absolute douchebag to work for now, but like, um, I'm not close to yeah, just so yeah. I can not boss around, but just be a bit more stricter. Yeah, and I think telling your friends, you know, they would also te technically respect you even more when, because it's work, you know, so they feel like, oh shit, like we're not that tight as compared to you and your other close friends. So yeah, we just yeah. get it over and done with. I, that's me and my friends when I do my short yeah. dramas. I like, I, I like to do random stuff like, hey guys, I've got this idea to do like some short film or a short drama and I'll get them involved, which they're super fun to work with. But at the same time, like you said, it can drag time because, you know, they'll yeah. be laughing and more bloopers are yeah. there. Bloopers are great if it's not planned, but when it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. every three seconds, I'm like, guys. But at the same time, I'd feel guilty to do that because technically y'all didn't want to. I was the one who said, guys, I have this idea yeah. and I can only materialize it if I have y'all involved. So, you know, and I Mark, bet as well, I, I bet as well, you spend, you feel bad about keeping them for longer for your, your friends that aren't um, like non-creators because... They don't understand like how yes, long it takes. Right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And but the thing is, like, like for my friends, they are like, you know, we want to act in your next drama, and I was like, I'm glad that they do, but I also know how it's like working with them. So I'm like, yeah, yeah guys, I would love to. So like, I, I, I would have to like sometimes um, really categorize. Like, okay, this one is like mine, mine. It's completely a playful project. If I want to do yeah. serious ones, I really can't take my friends. So I totally mm -hmm. get you. And, and no disrespect to our friends. We love them. But at the same time, I feel yeah, like yeah, I agree. even if it's something that's not like, it's not work by clients or whatsoever, but to us, if it's work, it's still work, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we're both old men talking, like giving lectures to <laughs> younger kids out there. You hear us kids, huh? These are two older brothers giving you lectures here. <laughs> but okay, what, what is a way you can describe... Um, I want to say describe, but maybe what was the biggest issue that you had to battle in your 20s up to your point now? Um, 
you're probably going to find this really boring because you're probably expecting me to like uh, <laughs> spill all these bad things. But <laughs> I'm I'm a very chilled out guy when it comes to problems because I've I've travelled to a lot of countries. Um, I've been to places like Nepal mm. and India and all, and I've seen some really bad stuff. Um, so I actually get really annoyed when people moan about their issues. Like I, I really don't like, like, honestly speaking, the worst, the worst thing I hate, number one pet peeve of mine is when yeah. someone posts an Insta story and they, number one, they're like, they're trying to get attention because they're posting it on their Insta story. Like you, I don't know why they're telling the whole world about it. You know, those kind of emo things. Yeah. How could you do this? Or da, 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 da. And sometimes it's like the most petty thing. And I'm thinking to myself, there's people like starving in Africa. There's people, you know, who don't have this or, you know, people moan at me and say like, oh, my mum shouts at me all day. Da, da, da. And I always try and look on the bright side. I always think like, I always give advice to people. I'll say, well, at least you, at least you have a mum. There's some people who, whose mums passed away when they were younger. Or, you know, someone's like, oh, I can't afford this. Oh, da, da, da. Well, at least you have a roof over your head. So That's I right. always look on the bright side. So even if um something really bad's happened the the biggest advice i would give to any of my friends is like stop i always tell myself mark shut up you're you're lucky that you're you have this you have that you have this like don't feel sorry for yourself it's all right to feel sorry for yourself sometimes but yeah don't let it drag you down too much because I honestly mean, speaking like we i think most of us um especially people who are listening to this, who have access to, you know, communications and stuff. Um, we are blessed in more ways than other people. So I think I, I always just look at the bright side of life and just kind of, yeah. Just I, I, go it with just it. Sometimes when people, people make, make, make it out as if their life is a big drama and yeah, it's really yeah, not. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I've seen Agreed. some really bad stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what? You and Adam C are two of my guests on this show that have been super positive. Like even when he was with Adam, I was like, so Adam, tell me, you know, throughout your twenties, what was the worst thing that happened? Nothing much, right? Life was okay. I mean, you know, problems is there for everybody, but you just got to look at the buy side. I tried to go yeah. deeper and I just couldn't get anything. And I guess, you yeah. know, it's the same for Mark O.D. But would you say that your positivity stemmed from your family or was it something that you had, you faced when you were younger and that changed your perspective on life? I think my mum is very positive. Like, oh my God, she is like ridiculously positive. Like, um, she's very honest. If I've done a bad video, she'll tell me straight up. She'll be like, Mark, you're singing sucks. Or, you know, like, <laughs> why, why this, this looks really bad. Yeah. But she's, she's so positive. She will always, um, you know, see the good in something. If you know you've, you've, like, she's very honest. Like, honestly speaking, if, if you've made her a bad meal, she'll say, oh, this is not nice. But if you have a problem, um, like, I've because I've, I've not had, like, too many problems, but I've seen it from her, like, talking to my sisters or to someone. She always tries to look on the bright side, and she's so positive. And I always think, like, I've got to try and be as positive as her because she mm-hmm. faced a lot of um, troubles when she was younger, and she dealt with it really well. Um, so... She's, she's probably like one of my role models, I'd say, actually. Yeah. 
Yeah, your mom looks so positive. She looks like that very smiley woman on your in your Insta stories, your yeah, videos. Yeah. I believe that you always force her to do all these things, just like how I force my mom. Ma, please, please. Like, don't want. Well, I mean, right now, <laughs> right now, she's the only talents I have available. <laughs> like, lockdown, don't I? I've got no other choice. But hey, she's hey, doing hey, it. hey! Not just your only talent, okay? Your old, your videographer and producer at home as well, okay? I'm sure she helps you shoot your videos, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he hears it, she's going to be like, no, I'm not shooting any more of your videos. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking at your videos, I was like, who is shooting these things? Could it be Mark's mummy? And well, I guess yeah, we got yeah. that confirmation now. <laughs> I just thought of something, one problem I had in my 20s, that mm-hmm. was when I first started my career, I was a little bit, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know whether um, what I was doing was right. Right. Um, and maybe some advice I could give or whatever. When I first started out, I don't know if you know, but I used to be in this boy band in Malaysia. That's how I... Yes, the London Boys. Yeah, this really... To be honest with you, we we were really bad. Uh, I'll just tell you straight Really? I'll go search it out after this and find it again. You don't want to. It will sound (laughs) horrible. But after that, just before my my contract ended for that, I really wanted to be like a a TV host. I really wanted to do it because I, I I loved football. I loved sports. Uh, I just started a YouTube channel and my contract for that was ending. And I was like, you know, I've really, I really, because uh, I'd done a few hosting things before. And I was like, you know, I love this YouTube thing. So literally what I did was I sent out, I was really worried. I had two months between, between my two contracts, the London boys, the, the boy band thing and my next job after that, mm-hmm. um, which was my first TV show that I ever got on in Malaysia. Um, and what I did was literally, I spent a week finding out anything in Malaysia, like communications, like radios, TV shows, even hits. I sent right. hits an email. Um, this is when I was like, I think I was 21. I just wanted, I just wanted, wanted like a break. Um, and I spent like so long sending all these emails out to literally everyone. Um, and I think one of the only people that got back to me uh, was my producer from, Astro, Nick, his name is, really lovely guy. He's like helped me a lot through my career. Um, and he got back to me. And it was for like a football show. And because of that email, he found out about me and he offered me a show later on. Some advice I'd give is don't feel sorry for yourself if it, you're like, oh, I can't get any jobs. I can't do this. Just you, because they're not going to come looking for you. Yeah. Like you find them yourself. Just literally spam, just message everyone because you never know what someone's looking for. You never know if someone, if you're a photographer and you're like, no one's DM me for jobs. I mean, of course, they, they don't know who you are. You, you need to put yourself out there. Yeah, you need, to, you need yeah. to message every single bar in KL, every single restaurant. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. Um, here's some of my pictures. If you need some pictures, let me know. I'll come yeah. in, I'll do a. Obviously, first time, you won't get paid. Yeah. But if you do a good job, they're going to have you down in your portfolio. So yeah, that two months was really stressful for me because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like my contract's going to end. I'm coming back to England. This boy band thing hasn't really worked out. And I just attacked, attacked. And I, I blessed that I um, got a fantastic opportunity. So I would just say, whatever job you're doing, attack, attack, attack. Don't let it come to you. You've got to get it yourself. Wow. That's really good advice there, Mark. In fact, it's crazy how similar our experience was. You were 21 yeah. when, you, uh, when your contract from the band was ending, right? And then you were looking for a job. Yeah. When I was 21, the end of 
the end of 2018, two years back, when I was 21, I was doing that live show, Feel Good Show. Remember that show that you were on yep. when we first met for the first time? Yep, yep. So the producer was telling us, two weeks before the end of December, guys, we're so sorry, but this is the last month of the show. And I was like, crap. I didn't have a backup. I only had my diploma at that time and I didn't have a degree. So if I were to apply for like a nine to five job, it might have been difficult because, you know, it's not yeah. that simple to get a TV show again or a radio show whatsoever. I was so confused. I, 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 that was like the worst two, three weeks of my life. I, yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was like, crap, crap. While finishing up that. that uh, what, what, what did you do? Did you, did, did you, did someone approach you or did you just send stuff out? Similar to you, I sent emails to almost uh, like so many um, different companies. I remember it was Astro Awani. Basically, I sent uh, my resume, my, my profile, my showreel to so many different radio stations, TV stations. No callbacks at all. Uh, in fact, hits wasn't even in my list because I, did, I was not interested in becoming a radio announcer at all. I was like... No, radio is just not for me. There's too much format there. I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the kind that likes to let loose and everything. I don't like yeah. being binded with a lot of formats and formalities. So I was like, no. And then I, um, coincidentally, my previous producer who worked for another company before, he was asking me like, oh, hey, I heard your show is uh, wrapping up. I was like, yeah, it's so sad, dude. He was like, why don't you come in, hits? We have a discussion. We might be looking for a digital star. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I, I don't mind that because it's still visual and not audio. So I went and they were like, uh, oh, um, would you want to be a part-time announcer at Hits? I was like, eh, nah. I was mm-hmm. still fixated on the thought that, you know what, I need to get a TV show. I don't care. It's either TV or I go back to university. I was almost enrolled in a university that time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. after that, I did some demos uh, for, for Hits and all that. They're like, okay, if anything, we'll, we'll let you know. I think like it's been a week plus and they didn't call me or whatever. I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm going back to school, you know, because I didn't get any response from any other companies I applied for. Maybe there were responses, but it was like, thanks, we received your resume. Dude, I remember going down because I stay in a condominium. I was at the side of my pool and I jumped in the pool while I was wearing clothes. I was just, it was like that depressed face. You're just like, I just want to let, I just want to be free. So I should just jump in the pool in, in, in like fully clothed. It was just so dramatic, dude. And the day after I went to the university, I enrolled, I paid the non-refundable uh, deposit. Bloody hell, it was more than a thousand bucks. And um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what, that's it. The day after I enrolled, I got a call from Hits. And they oh were like, God. can you come in again? I was like, this can't be happening. I went, we want to offer you the night show at Hits. I was like... What? They offered you, they offered you before they... Part-time? Straight away? Yes, straight away. Because coincidentally, wow, the guy awesome. who was doing nights well, was yeah, leaving that. already. So I was like, okay. okay. I think that there was like, um, they were still wondering if that guy really wanted to leave or not. He had like a yeah. week to choose to decide. And then he decided to leave. So they were like, okay, you know what? We already auditioned this guy. So I was like, oh yeah. my God. But that goes to show that, you know, like you said just now, apply to as many companies as possible. You know, if they don't yeah. respond, go even more. Just, just keep on sending. And also, don't be, don't be picky. If I had known you then, I would have told you straight up. I'd be like, well, bro, don't say, oh, I don't want to do radio because yeah. like radio yeah. could lead to TV show or something. That is so, correct. Like, you know, that like, is I correct. Think a lot of people as well, like, um, shouldn't, especially when they're starting out, shouldn't be like, oh no, I only want to do this. I only want to do this. You know, yeah. I'm only, I'm only going to photo the, the high fashion shows or, or this. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. You're, just, you're yeah. 21. Yeah. Like, 
got to start from somewhere and then work yourself up. Yeah. I think we always tend to look at the end destination without looking at the journey. You know, we're like, let's say for me, yeah. it's always like, I want to be a TV host. So I was always working my way towards that. But like you said just now, even radio could lead you towards getting TV shows in which it yeah. has helped me as well. Uh, for my show, Hello, I have issues on, on Astro Hello. So it's like... It's, yeah, we, know, it's, we know you have issues. You don't have to tell us again. <laughs> a lot, plenty. Why, why do you think they, they took me as a host? Because of the amount of issues I had. So they were like, it's proportional. I mean, I mean jumping into the pool with the clothes on is, is pretty issue <laughs> I think there's something wrong somewhere over here. No one no, normal would do that. Yeah, I should go and get checked for that, you know. But yeah, I mean, it does lead you to different places. And eventually, if you're lucky, if you work hard enough, then you will end up to where you want to be in the end, you know. And I have no regrets joining radio, to be honest. Even though at first when I joined, dude, I thought I made the wrong choice. I was like, I knew it. I shouldn't have taken this job. You know, radio is not for me. But over time, I actually fell in love with it, you know. And it's, it's, it's like love that I'd never expected to have. So, wow, that sounded so dramatic, right? love for your job but just like when Mark said Mark loves his job a lot why do you think he looks so happy in his parodies all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think that's another bit so I know this show is not about giving advice or whatever but I know it is it is it, it is go ahead like whenever I give talks at universities or whatever um I will the two things I talk about is number yeah. one that what I just mentioned like don't feel sorry for yourself find the jobs yeah don't let them come to you number two is pick something that you love because Oh my God, like, like I've, I've got a video coming out about this soon. Coming out on my YouTube channel. You can check it out. YouTube.com slash Mark Right here, as you can see, um, right here, right here. Yeah, but, uh, right here. but it's, it's about um, Western parents versus Asian parents. Right. And this is, is one thing that really frustrates me. And I feel so sorry for a lot of my friends and a lot of youngsters is they are forced. And there's nothing you can say because in Asian culture you have to listen to your parents most of the time yeah um but uh, i i need to like petition this i should like stand outside with a banner like you know a protest sign but please guys pick something you enjoy doing because honestly speaking i know so many depressed people who are in their 40s 50s and they are doing a job they picked it because they thought it was like good money yeah and your work right is 70 probably I worked out about 70% of your life is work because you work nine to five yeah. Monday to Friday from the age of like 21 to 60. That is 70% of your life. Do not pick a job that you don't like. That's just, you know, got lots of money because Agreed. you're going to hate it. Pick something Agreed. that you wake up and you, you know, if you, if you love animals, like honestly speaking, like, there's nothing wrong being like a zookeeper or, or working like, you know, being a vet or something. That's really, that's a really cool yeah. job. You, every day you get to work with the animals that you love. Radio, yeah. DJ, TV host, you love talking. We, we both love talking. We love yeah. what we do. Um, so my advice would be pick something you like to do and fight your parents because honestly speaking, like I, I, I respect, I respect my parents a lot. I listen to my mum a lot, but at the same yeah. time, I'm my own person and I think people need to stand up for themselves more and say, look, mum, look, dad, I don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to be a lawyer. It's not yeah. my passion. I'm going to get to my thirties feeling depressed. I want to do something that makes me happy. I love art. You know what? And prove, and if I don't, if they don't let you do it, prove them wrong, you know, do it on the side and show them, look, I've done this. I've enrolled in this and you know, you're going to feel happy. 
That is amazing advice, dude. In fact, someone wise once told me that, you know, we're always thinking like we got to go for high paying jobs, disregarding passion yeah. and what we love. But the thing is, right, salary or good pay, it does come with passion. And people don't really see yeah. that. You know, because if you're doing something just for the sake of the money, but if you're not good at it, you burn out and eventually, you know, you lose everything. What's the point in that? And yeah. for me as well, I almost did something I never liked, which was finance. I finished school and I was like, I want to be a financial analyst. So I went uh, and applied for scholarships uh, to be a financial analyst, blah, 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 and for to study abroad. And I almost passed this one scholarship interview. The, yeah. the final stage, they asked me this. Um, so what will you do with your knowledge in finance in the next 10 years? Guess what, Mark? Well, when you have passion you about... What was that? You jumped into the pool again with all your money. That, that was after, yes. That was right after that when, I, when, they, when they denied me to get the scholarship. They asked me, what am I going to do with, uh, with the knowledge in 10 years? And I was like, I want to open my own production company and produce movies. They were like this. Literally, I was like still talking and they were like looking psyched. There were three of them, the panelists. And I was just like, I screwed up. I screwed up. But then yeah, again, you the know. The wrong career path. Get out of our office. <laughs> get out. And I was, and then I think I forgot, but I probably came home and jumped into the pool, probably, you know, that time. Uh, but basically, I'm glad that that happened because it has led so, me to where I really want to be. Yeah. So I know, I know you're the host here, but let me ask you a question. What, yeah. what does the word success mean to you? Being happy at doing what you do for a living. That's, that's my definition. Yes, yes. So many people think the word success means oh, I've got a fast car or I've got lots of money, you know, I've got lots of girlfriends, blah, blah, blah. and it's the most stupidest thing in the world. Like yeah. the word, word success in the dictionary does not mean, or, you know, you, you have lots of money or you have a high ranking job. Like honestly, success should be, you're proud of what you've, done in your life just mm -hmm. because you are happy as a person that's so, yeah. right that's right and that's that's the difference between being successful and being accomplished i think that people yes. just with the with the fame and the fortune and and you know not being happy at what you're doing to me that's purely you being accomplished but i don't want that you know i want to have that satisfaction and like what yeah. mark said earlier about you know doing what you love don't necessarily follow what your parents want you to be i think yeah. some people they disregard that because they feel that there's no such thing as job satisfaction but yeah. both of us are the epitome of you know satisfied people at doing what they do regardless of mm -hmm. how people might perceive us like you know i'm sure with all your fans that love your videos there are some people that might not agree with that like what nonsense is this, this is you know it's a waste of time you're you're influencing the young ones to watch all this nonsense but at the end of the day, we love what we're doing and we know that it's, you don't have any malintentions doing it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I, my personal realization from what Mark said is that that is so true because I don't want to wake up feeling like, you know what, I'm just doing this because everyone got to work. So, you know, since I got this job, I'm just going to take it because I know a lot yeah. of people who have stayed in a company for like 30, 40 years. And I'm like, are you happy? They're like, well, at least I, I, I like basically... I have a job, so I guess that's okay. But think about yeah. it. Do things that you're really satisfied at doing and everyone has passion. Everyone has passion for something. You just got to find it. Right, Mark? Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Now, before I let Mark LD go, I just have one final question, which is, would you say that life gets easier once you pass that quarter-life crisis age of 25? <laughs> 
than no things. i think life i think life's got so many ups and downs you don't know what's going to happen your life life is always changing life is exciting life is how many more words can i think of like life is an extraordinary journey you never know wow. what's going to happen so many twists so many twists so many turns so many events so you know what i mean like like i just said before you know you could get married at 21 get yeah. a job that's it your life is that's kind of it or you mm. know you could you can have a riskier life. You don't know what's going to happen. Just yeah. enjoy your life. You've only got one life. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Bingo. Thank you so much, Mark Odi, for joining us on that 20s show. Thank you very much, mate. Don't jump and into the pool again, yeah? I will try not to. I mean, if there's something that depresses me enough, I might just do that. God, maybe I'll jump in the sea with my clothes on. Then I'll update all of you on this show, yeah? And by the way, guys, if you guys love this show, don't forget to catch the other episodes as well. It's on the Shock app as well from my YouTube channel. Catch us, not us actually, Mark, never mind. Maybe I'll get him when he has issues to tell me about because he has been the most positive guy, which I love so much. He has changed my perspective on being in my 20s. I'm even more happy in my 20s now. Catch me on the next episode of That 20s Show. Bye, guys.